Welcome to Brave and Boss, the podcast. On this week's episode, I'm talking all about productivity. So if you're feeling that kind of summertime procrastination or like you're not getting enough done, I'm here to give you my best productivity tips to getting more done in less time. All right, let's go. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Brave and Boss, the podcast. I'm your host, Christy Sumer, the founder and CEO of the Ethical Fashion Brand Encircled, business coach, business mentor, proud dog mom, and I am super excited to have you joining me again for another podcast episode, and this one's on all about productivity. So one of the things I think that I am extremely good at is being productive, almost to a fault. I would say I'm like overly productive, and And one of the episodes coming up that we have, I'm going to be interviewing a kind of burnout expert. So I think that's a really important episode to follow this because we always want to keep an eye on our productivity because as business leaders, we can work forever in a small business. There's never an end of the to-dos. Like, you know, if I thought about all the things I need to do today, it would be like a mile long. Like the paper would stretch around the block of my neighborhood because there's so much you could be doing at all times. But what is the most important things to work on? What are some strategies to figure that out? How do I plan my day so that I maximize that time? And what are some tips that you can take into your life and business to be more productive with the time that you do have in your business? So I'm really passionate about not working harder this year, although I have not implemented this super well, I'll be honest, due to some personnel issues at Encircled. So we've had, you know, a lot of change in the management team. And anytime a manager leaves, you know, the next person is me. So I take over their job. So I've been doing a variety of jobs over the past six months, which have increased my workload massively. However, my goal is to intentionally decrease that in the next little while, because working every single weekend, seven days a week is not good. So I'm going to go over a couple of things this episode to talk about productivity in your business and figuring out what to work on when and how to plan your day. And I know summertime can be a bit of a drag for people because it's so nice out and you want to, you know, get that freedom lifestyle. And I totally agree. That's why we do this. We do this not to quote unquote, build a seven or eight figure or six figure prison, which I heard on a podcast the other day, and that totally resonated with me. We do this for freedom. We become our own bosses for that freedom. You know, when you work for somebody else, you don't have the bandwidth to say, I'm going to take off and get my nails done in the middle of the day, or I'm going to do my workout in the middle of the day. Um, Although I would argue that now it's a little bit different with COVID, the work from home environment. I think that's changed working dynamics quite a bit. And a lot of people have gotten a taste of kind of managing their own schedule while working for somebody else. However, that will probably go back to, you know, the way things were before at some point in time. But as entrepreneurs, you know, we do this for the lifestyle. We don't do this to like burn ourselves out and become sick and compromise our health. So how can you do that and be really focused on what's important? 
So let's start first off by talking about how do you prioritize what's important. One of the favorite tools that I have, it's called the Eisenhower Matrix. I'm assuming it was invented by him, but I'm not 100% sure. But it's basically just like a two by two matrix. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically a square. Think of a square with like a big plus sign in the middle of it. And there's four quadrants that we would say. And the top quadrant is urgent, important. And at the bottom, it's urgent, not important. And then you have not urgent, important on the right. And then at the bottom of that, in the far corner, you have not urgent, not important. So if you want a screenshot of this, hit me up on Instagram and I'll send it to you. But let's go through each of the quadrants because this is really important. Everything in a small business can sometimes feel urgent and important. And it's not always the case. And, you know, if you get into that spin where everything's always urgent and important, that means you're going to be focusing on it. But it's not necessarily going to be, you know, what drives your business forward. So let's talk about that. So when we look at the urgent and important quadrant, which is like the most important one, you know, you really want to reduce what's in this quadrant, I think. I think that's a good way. You want to do it because it's urgent and it's important, but you want to have less stuff in this quadrant because ideally you're not dealing with like crisis management, last minute issues all the time. You're doing more strategy and planning. However, you know, as your small business is starting and there's not very many team members, it may be necessary to do more in this quadrant, but ideally you want to be able to reduce the amount of stuff that falls in here because you don't want to always be reacting to things. So, you know, (laughs) there's a great example I just found on the internet that says like, deadline for an important project, client is about to cancel, the conference tent is on fire. Yes, that is urgent and important, but could we do stuff that's not urgent and important to plan for a better way to manage, let's say, the heating in the conference tent so it doesn't catch fire. So that's like a very extreme example, but I think it's important to illustrate some of these. So definitely like urgent and important, you know, if there's a last minute like PR thing that comes up, ideally you want to be able to deal with that in advance and have all your PR pitches done, but maybe there's an amazing opportunity that comes up for a national publication. That's pretty urgent and important because guess what? That will get you sales probably or profile, which is really critical to a small business. Now, when we look at not urgent important, which is also important, you really want to schedule time to do these. So this could be working on a project or, you know, I talk a lot about the EOS system and rocks, like working on your rocks, planning. So doing your strategy, any networking with other founders, really, really important So this should be stuff that you're really focusing on scheduling into your calendar and, you know, you can move it, but let's try not to move it as much as possible because it is important. And some things that may also follow in here is exercise, like maybe working out or meditating is really important. It's not urgent. You don't have to do it, but it's something that's really good for you to do. So I really want you to focus on spending more time in this quadrant than in quadrant one. Because this is stuff that's going to really move your business forward long-term, move your work-life balance long-term. So let's then go down to quadrant three, which is delegate. So again, if you don't have a team, this can be a little bit challenging, but this is the not important urgent. So these are things that like, they are urgent, but they're maybe not as important for you personally to deal with. So let me give you some examples. Uploading products, blog posts, scheduling social media posts, responding to emails, Maybe it's even like meal prep for yourself or cooking for your family or laundry or cleaning your house or cleaning the office. 
These are things that you can empower your team to work on and create systems and processes around it so that they can pick up this slack. When you're first starting out, these types of things are important to do. These might be, you know, not urgent, but important as you are just building your business. And there's like one to two people on your team. But as you start to add team members, this is really important to start to delegate. Because if I spend all my time shipping packages and, you know, working on customer service emails and responding and writing blog posts as a CEO of a soon to be 20 person team, I'm not going to have any time to work on strategy or recruiting or culture or any of these really important things or strategy that are essential. And so then we think about our personal life too, you know, some of those things, they may seem like they are urgent because we got to eat, of course, that's important, but you know, could somebody else do that for you? And one of the things I like to think about in delegation, because I am very fiscally minded, I like to you know, watch budgets and stuff like that. Think about how much your time is worth. Now, if you don't do consulting or coaching, you may not have a grasp on this, but you want to figure out like, you could do this straight from a salary perspective. So take what your salary is divided by hours you work, maybe not hours you actually work, but hours you're supposed to work a week and figure out what your hourly rate is and then multiply it by, I would multiply it by like four or you can kind of just assign yourself a rate. So I know a lot of people, there's a few CEOs I know, they say, you know, they have, you know, $1,000 an hour is what their rate is worth. Maybe they're not getting paid that, but their time is worth that. So if you think about that, then what are some things that don't fall into that box, even if you don't have a team that you can delegate out? So for me, it's definitely cooking 100%. So I have not just meal prep, I have meal delivery. So not like they don't send like ingredients. They actually send me meals, fully formed meals that I just reheat twice a week. So all my lunches and dinners are covered. I barely get groceries. And if I do, they get delivered. And this was pre-COVID. I was into delivery of groceries, which is very unusual because as we know, COVID changed things and now everybody gets stuff delivered. But that is expensive. I'm not going to lie. It's probably about $250 a week to get all my meals delivered and cooked and stuff like that. But they're super healthy. And if my time is a thousand dollars an hour, like, let's think about how many meals, like I, you know, four meals are like $250. Like that's not worth it. So let's just like, think about things a little bit more objectively. And if you're not comfortable saying your time is worth a thousand dollars an hour, figure out what a good rate is and then assign it and then delegate other things out. And then the bottom right quadrant is declutter. So eliminating tasks that don't align with your company's missions or goals, This could be distractions that you generally feel worse afterwards, things that are really not important, you know, things that take you off course that don't add value in your personal life. This could be just like scrolling endlessly on TikTok or watching just TV for hours or eating junk food, whatever it is, time wasters, let's say, or spending time on emails that don't matter. So oftentimes, you know, as you start to grow, you'll realize that people will pitch you everything, anything and everything. So do not fall for it. If you're on LinkedIn, I get about somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 to 12 emails a day asking to meet virtually, to connect, to see how we can synergize with our contacts from a variety of people that I've never met, never heard of, don't know. If I spent my whole time doing that or even answering those emails, I would literally have no time in my day. Also, you know, pick your brain calls. So if you get a lot of people asking you pick your brain, I encourage you to start charging for those because generally those will start to take up a lot of your time, which is not great. 
And then I definitely think that looking towards like other things that you can do. So what are some distractions that you're engaging in where you could instead do something else? So oftentimes I love to numb out to like social media or like reality TV. And then I say, I don't have time to work out. And then wait a minute. I just spent an hour watching Real Housewives of New York. Could have done a workout in there, maybe even half an hour. So starting to really get a handle on those things that are not urgent and not important and pretty much eliminating those. If they are like maybe could be important, maybe you like delegate them, but for the most time you want to eliminate these. So I really encourage you to Google the Eisenhower matrix and print out a template for yourself and maybe do this exercise with your team and spend time saying like, okay, what are some things that I'm doing right now that are urgent, important, not urgent, not important, etc. And then really get an objective look at your time and how you're using it. Because it's very easy to get sucked down into an email that you, you know, this is why managing from your inbox is really dangerous. And I know it's such a habit to say, I open my inbox in the morning. But that's always like a red flag to me because that can become your whole day. And I know I do it, but I do it to scan it. And then I delete anything. And then I come back to it later. But anytime I interview somebody and they say, yeah, what's the first thing I do in the morning? I open my inbox and I delete, I read all my emails. It's like a good way to throw off your day. So instead, here's what I suggest to do. So my favorite way of planning my day, it actually starts the evening before. So today is Monday when I'm recording this podcast. So I will typically start on a Sunday and I'm going to look at my schedule for the whole week. So I'm going to look at what meetings I have you know, what goals I have for the week for my business, as well as for myself personally. And then I'm going to put stuff into my calendar. So I live by my Google calendar. It is so, so important for me to spend time in there because it just helps me get a sense of like calm and I'll never forget anything. I like writing stuff down too, but like having something digital is really, really important to me. So I recommend getting a Google calendar, having it shared with your team. If you're not on Google Sweet. That's like a really important tool for your business as you grow. But we have a bunch of shared calendars that the office can access, et cetera, and for shopping appointments and all that kind of stuff. But I also have my personal calendar integrated in this as well as Brave and Boss and Encircled. So I basically look at the week and I say, okay, you know, what are my objectives? What am I working on? What meetings do I have? Do I have to move anything around? Is there a day where I have too much work? Not enough you know, where is my dog? Do I have to put her somewhere? I book all the dog daycare. I book the dog walker. I make sure that I've got block time for stuff I want to work on. So this is really important. So once I have all my meetings in here, I'm going to go back and say, okay, what are some things I want to move forward on this week? So as an example, this week, I have a new hire, two new hires actually starting on Wednesday. So I want to spend time today working on their 30, 60, 90 day plan. And then also later in the week, I want to work on, you know, our Q3 rocks. So I want to spend some time on that. I also want to spend some time, you know, figuring out some production stuff. So I'm going to put that in my calendar. And that is so key. So if you're not putting stuff in your calendar, it's not probably going to happen. Let's be real. Unless you're super, super disciplined. So I do that exercise where I put that stuff in my calendar, which is really, really important to do. And then I'll go every single day and I'll make a to-do list. So you can either print off your calendar if that works for you, if you're a super time blocker, but you may also want to create your own to-do list. So I use my goals, which I'll link to in the show notes because I can get you a discount on their stuff. 
and they have a day planner sheet, which I use. And I just put, you know, these are the top three things I want to accomplish for the day. And then these are all the things I want to get done. And they've got quite a bit of space. I'm just trying to find my, I just moved. So I apologize. I'm trying to find my actual worksheet right now, but it's buried under somewhere. But basically they've got like a to-do list you can write out, but there's only like, I think 15 things on there. So you can't go beyond that. So if you're like a master at productivity, that's great. You'll probably want to like start a new thing, but don't because as business owners, we need to hold ourselves accountable to creating boundaries around work. It's really critical because nobody else is going to turn around and say to you, you're working too hard. Unless you have an investor who really cares about you and says that, most people are not going to say that to you. You're going to have to say that to yourself. And how you say that to yourself is by drawing boundaries and figuring out how much you can get done in a day and what's realistic. Because once again, as I said, it's really important to keep going. Like I could keep working on this stuff if I needed to or wanted to, because again, endless amount of stuff to work on, but you have to set boundaries by defining what you need to get done in that day by using that matrix and then working out your schedule and seeing where you have time to actually do this work, doing that to-do list. And then once you're done that to-do list, you're done. You don't do more work. It's not like you're like, oh, I finished ahead of schedule 4 p.m. Now I'm going to do more work. Because then you're going to be waking up and it's like 7 p.m. And you're like, what? I'm still the computer. This is crazy. So don't do that. Trust me. I got really sucked into that, especially early on building my startup. And you can just end up working (laughs) until like midnight. And you know what? Sometimes you need to do that, but you can't do that every week. It's just not sustainable for your health and well-being. So I hope you love these productivity tips and it helped you plan your ideal day and your ideal schedule. If you want to get a copy of that matrix, just send me a DM at Christy Sumer on Instagram and I'll flip you a link to one that I really love and happy planning. Thank you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com where you can find all the show notes, free resources and blog posts and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.